Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, hello, hello. It is rollback week. It is a Monday, and welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. We are live talking to you from Atlanta, Georgia. It's a little bit of overcast day, but uh, hey, we're making it. Uh, we're heading into fall and uh, back to school time. Everybody pretty much nationwide is back to school now, and uh, we're getting calls uh, every day about schools that want to start a watchdogs program. They want to get dads involved. They want to get people involved in the school, better uh, community networking, and uh, just want to have a generally increase the environment and enhance the environment of your school. Well, uh, once again, good afternoon. My name is Keith Shoemaker, and we are going to be talking today to some great guests. We uh, are getting some boots on the ground reports from people in schools all over the the nation that are utilizing the watchdogs program and we are going state by state uh, finding uh, picking generally at random some of the schools that are being featured in the watchdogs program and we want to hear from what's going on at the local level you know chris and i and eric you know we can talk uh until we're blue in the face and we often do but uh, we can talk about the Watchdogs program and how great it is and, and how easy it is and the, the number of people that respond and how quickly people respond to uh, come out and volunteer in the school. But, you know, that's us. But when you hear it from somebody that's actually doing it, when you hear it from somebody that is in your state or in your town, it it makes a difference. It really sounds, it, it resounds a little bit better when we have that uh, that actual close-knit relationship and, and we can hear exactly what's going on and the great thing is we love to hear these special stories these stories that you know a child uh maybe developed a little bit more or a child brought something more to the table or uh, a teacher was able to do a project or able to bring something else to the school so those are the kind of stories we love to hear and the guy who's really helping me this is the guy that knows schools knows people nationwide the man with a photographic memory the man who has a a snap trap for a memory and talking to people in in events and great stories throughout the country in the watchdogs program and that is my good friend and uh co-host chris dannenauer and chris is at the watchdogs national office in springdale arkansas chris how you doing today my friend keith i'm doing good it's nice and, and fall like here so you know what we're, we're uh just anxious for uh, you know more fall, uh, the the cooler weather to get here in Arkansas. You know we're in the south, so it's quite a bit hotter here, more humid than other parts of the country. But no, Keith, uh, just excited what you know with, with schools starting up. Uh, I think every school now uh, has probably started, uh, and so we're just you know fielding phone calls uh, and and telling uh, those principals, those counselors, those parents about her calling in, hey, what's watchdogs, how do we get started, uh, and also helping schools that are, are preparing for their pizza night. So, uh, Keith, do you know how many, how many schools we have that, are, that have been trained and have bought a kit and are gearing up for their fall pizza night for the first time? Um, I don't know. I would say, what, six? 
Yeah, you're you're pretty close. <laughs> if you say six hundred, but yeah, uh, we're 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 about five hundred and twenty. Uh, 523, 525 schools that have have done just that. They've been trained, uh, they bought their kit, and they're gearing up uh, to have their first fall uh, pizza night. Uh, so it's exciting times. Sure, and and we're talking about five. What was the number again? Five hundred and. I think five twenty-three. Okay, five hundred and twenty-three. Our average watchdog school has about eighty-five guys participate. So when you look at those kind of numbers, you know, we're talking thousands of guys that are going to get an opportunity to be a part of their kids' school this year where, you know, traditionally and culturally it was, you know, mom raises the kids, dad brings home the check, and he doesn't have any idea what goes on inside that big brick box when he puts his kids in there. Now, in 523 more schools, those dads, an average of 85 guys, are going to get a chance to take just one day off of work, which, you know, we've all got annual leave. You know, um, there's a there's a credit card company that's got an ad going now that, that talks about how many volunteer, or I'm sorry, how many vacation days per year go unused. And, of course, they're trying to promote you to go out and, you know, load everything up on your credit card. But But when you think about it, that relates to us, too. You know, when we look at 400, I think it's 423 million volunteer, uh, vacation days that go unused per year, can you imagine what we could do if we turned that into a watchdogs promotion and and getting people to realize those are days that they can use? And and in 523 schools, that's exactly what they're doing. So that is absolutely awesome. And speaking of one of those schools that has been tremendously successful in running the watchdogs program uh, over the last few years, uh, we're going to hear from uh, Cody Maxwell. So, Chris, if you don't mind doing the honors, uh, would you uh, introduce uh, Cody and uh, – they're great school. Sure. Uh, Cody uh, Maxwell is from Temecula, California. Uh, his wife, Shelly, is the principal of Nicholas Valley Elementary. Cody, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you. Good morning. So, so Cody, uh, tell us, uh, you know, how, how did you find out about Watchdogs, or how did your wife, Shelly, hear about Watchdogs uh, to, to, to bring it to Nicholas Valley Elementary? Well, uh, when my uh, child started to attend this school, Nicholas Valley here in Temecula, um, I was volunteering in the beginning, and uh, my wife found out about watchdogs. I don't know exactly how, but uh, uh, she, you know, asked me if I would help with it, and I said sure because I was here most of the time. Anyways, the economy kind of got me, so uh, I was able to to be available, um, and uh, just started from there. So six years of uh, being around Nicholas Valley and uh, in the principal's office, so not much has changed since I was a kid. Yeah, but for you being in the principal's <laughs> office has a whole different yeah. meaning now, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. But, so, uh, so, Cody, uh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that it's been a fantastic um, program, uh, and I love meeting all the, the parents, the men here, and um, spending time with the kids, and it's, it's, I've actually grown up with these kids for six years, and uh, it's just been amazing to see, you know, how how much they grow. Oh, I I I hear what you're saying, and just talking about, you know, my own children and seeing them grow. But uh, so, Cody, uh, do y'all do a pizza night out there? How do your how do your dads or the watchdogs there at Nicholas Valley? How how do they hear about the watchdogs program? 
Well, we usually have, um, you know, dogs, hot dogs, a kickoff with hot dogs or pizza. Um, most of the time, like I'll usually bring my uh, barbecue here and I'll barbecue the hot dogs. And um, some, sometimes we'll have pizza, but uh, it's mainly dogs. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of fitting, but the, the you know, the difference is you got to cook them yourself. <laughs> Yeah, so, but it's uh, fun and it's entertaining, and we've got other guys that that uh, show up and help, and and uh, you know a lot of the staff here at Nicholas Valley uh, does most of the work, so that's nice. Exactly. Now, is uh, is Shelly with you there? Yeah, she is. Hi, hi Shelly. How I, you doing? Oh, you got to well, hand the she, phone we're back. We're not on speaker because it was having a little feedback issue, I guess. Oh, gotcha. Well, I just wanted to say thank you to Shelly for having the vision of to bring watchdogs to Nicholas Valley Elementary, and uh, we're so happy to 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 see over these years now uh, the positive results that you're having. Right, and then when we visited you guys in Arkansas, you could probably you could see how excited we were to be there. So oh, definitely, definitely, and and Keith, just to let you know, uh, and Cody, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they're on their way to Oklahoma, Keith, and I don't know if they took the wrong street or they were just <laughs> running behind time, but they, they passed by uh, the the Dogs National Office when we just moved. I mean, we just been in our location a few months, I want to say, and they just happened to pass by, and they decided to stay an extra night. Is that correct, Cody? Didn't you all spend the yeah. night one extra night? Yep. Just so they could come into the office that next morning. Yeah. You guys were closed that day when we went by. So, 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 uh, so, Cody, uh, are the kids out there uh, kind of static and, and kind of uh, super excited when a watchdog comes in and and serves his day? Well, it's it's pretty similar to the video you guys just put out, <laughs> um, that music video. It's very exciting for the kids for uh, for watchdogs to be here. What is it? The Truman. Truman Elementary from Oklahoma put out a, right. a, a music video, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, um, actually, we're going to have those guys on with us next week. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I want to hear about uh, how that, that was video a great was video. produced. And, and uh, I actually used it at, uh, you know, I'm top dog at two schools. And mm-hmm. uh, I used it at our Donuts with Dad and uh, with a great response. And then our uh, elementary school is having our pizza night tomorrow night. Which is why I was kind of late getting into sign on for radio today because I'm getting all the particulars uh, available for that. I just ordered 50 pizzas, but uh, yeah. we we ran it this morning on the morning announcements to get the kids, you know, excited about the uh, pizza night coming up, and then uh, we're going to run it tomorrow evening uh, for the guys to see. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, we, and we showed it. Some and great they thought work it was great. Absolutely. Now, um, Cody, if you don't mind me asking, I know um, you know we're very strong in California. We've got a lot of schools running the program. Are there any particular schools you can think of right offhand that started their watchdogs program specifically because of the program at Nicholas Valley? Um, I'm not aware of that. Shelley Shelley would probably know. Um, she does interact with a with a ton of schools around here. Um, okay. So if you'd like to that's what we pass. normally see. Okay, yeah, let me let me pass the phone to her and she'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. Hi guys, you can see it's totally a family affair here for the watchdog. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about. It's all about how you doing, Shelley. This is Keith Shoemaker and Chris is on the line too. Great, hey, thanks. Kelly. How are you? 
Wait, we had a couple of questions for you as an administrator. Um, you know, okay. we want to feature uh, Cody and his work as the top dog, but it would be nothing without you as the administrator. And, and of course, that's step one of our uh, Watchdog Seven Steps to Success. So, one of the, the question that I just asked Cody was, as far as schools in the Temecula area have, are there any specific schools that have come to you to ask about the Watchdogs program and then launched their Watchdogs program because of you? Um, because of me, no. Personally, I can tell you what happened is two of our male principals presented it to all of the elementary school principals, so we all heard about it at the same time. I okay. did, however, recently get a call from a neighboring district from a top dog who had called. They have it at his school. Um, it's a neighboring town here, border town, Murrieta, and he had called and asked me for tips on how to um, – increase the attendance they want he had a watchdogs program he was their top dog he was doing everything he could to get guys in and to really have more dads on campus but um that has been the direct connection and then i preach so to speak about it everywhere i go um you know um cody wears his shirts to disneyland and we we get out (laughs) there and talk about it all the time i've shared you know i i've liked you guys on facebook and um I, you know, shared the Truman video. Oh, my gosh, it was great. I just think that the more people can see how great the program is, um, the better. So I don't know that anyone else has called me for my district personally because we all got the information at the same time. But I do have other people from other places calling sometimes. Well, and that's exactly what I was referring to. Right. Yeah. And, Keith, I can tell you when when I have schools in, in the Temecula area call, I always, you know, uh, tell them to call my school, which is I think Tony Tobin plus Tony her Tobin, school, yep. uh, to, to, to that way they can talk to administrator, administrator, and find out what they like and don't like. But uh, Shelley, this can be for you or Cody, and then we're gonna okay, get and to we're break. about out of time. But uh, oh. but do you have any any stories y'all can share with our audience real quick about uh, what Watchdogs has done for your school? The I think that with. The military families on campus, it's made a huge impact. A little girl a few years ago said to Cody, you know, my dad can't be a watchdog because he's fighting in Afghanistan so we can have fireworks. And it was wow. just like, hey, we just hey, got Shelley, let, me, let me Let me put you on hold and we'll get you right back after the break. Okay. Hi, Dad. I hope you've had a great summer and took some time to connect with your kids. Soon, it'll be back to school time. Just because your children are back in school does not mean that you can't be engaged with your children. Over 4,000 schools nationwide have adopted the Dads of Great Students program, otherwise known as Watchdogs. Ask your school if Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to learn more. When your child is walking down the street making choices whose voice is in their head. Carrie Casey, CEO of the National Center for Fathering, author of Championship Fathering and Father of Four, comments on today's father. I was talking with a friend of mine on the phone. The news and social media outlets were dominated by a horrible tragedy that rocked a community in much of the nation. My friend said, Carrie, you're on the right message. If dads were doing their job, things like this wouldn't happen. I believe he's totally right, of course. We dads have the power and responsibility to shape our children's character and future. It's you, dad, who shows them how to carry themselves and stand up for what's right. 
It's you, Dad, who coaches them about where they should and shouldn't be. It's you, Dad, who models what character looks like. I believe God set it up that way. Children need that direction and leadership, a father or father figure who will speak truth into them and to be the voice of authority in their heads as they deal with difficult situations and make decisions about how to act. The voice saying, here is how to act in this situation, or no, that's not how we roll. I was blessed that my pop put plenty of his voice into my head, and it wasn't always his voice. Sometimes all it took was a look from him. We'd see something going down, and he'd give us that look that says, no, we don't need to respond the way those people are responding. Clearly, too many kids don't have that voice or aren't prepared to understand it, or the voice isn't as loud as others leading them down a different path. The result is a crisis rooted in fatherlessness. When children grow up without the benefit of a father, they're vulnerable. They don't have the right voices in their heads and aren't prepared to handle adversity. And they make destructive choices. One reason I'm talking about this is to affirm you, Dad, and encourage you to keep up the good work with your kids. If you're a committed dad, you're quite literally strengthening our communities and our country. Please keep being that voice of reason for your kids and keep using that look with them like my pop did. Your guidance will come to mind at critical turning points in their life. Also, remember that other kids out there need dads like you who are willing to speak into their lives. That makes a huge difference, too. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. Today's Father is brought to you by the dads at fathers.com. If you go to fathers.com right now, you can download our free ebook for dads, The Five Things Every Kid Must Get from Dad. We're certain it'll help you. Again, that's fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. That's right. Go to fathers.com slash watchdogs to check us out. And I wanted to get back with uh, Cody and Shelly Maxwell uh, for some final thoughts. We were hearing, and I'm sorry I had to cut you off, but we were hearing about the impact uh, on the military schools. Right. We're fairly close to Camp Pendleton, so we have a lot of military families in the area. And I think I know um, my husband shared that our daughter attended school here for six years, but a few years ago, one of the um, first graders at the time was, you know, um, Cody was out on the playground with the kids, and she came up to him and she says, you know, my, she was so glad he was here. She says, my daddy can't be here today because he's in Afghanistan and he's um, protecting us and keeping us safe so we can have fireworks. Because for her, you know, the 4th of July and all those things, the things that she sees as a six-year-old, was that's how she interpreted what her dad did for us every day to keep us free. So it really, really touched his heart. You know, he sees her. She's still a student here. Um, she led us in our Pledge of Allegiance this morning on our weekly news. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing. As he shared, we get to watch these kids grow. And her dad is deployed again. So, you know, having wow. the men on campus is a huge impact for our, our kids here because, 
so many of them do have fathers and sometimes mothers as well that go away. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we like to be able to fill that need sometimes during the day at least so the kids feel safe and have good role models they can look up to. Well, Shelly, you you tell her for me that there are 340,000 dads that uh, support her and we're here for her anytime she needs her. That's great. I will. That's so, great. Well, once again, uh, that is Cody and Shelly Maxwell, and they are with Nicholas Valley Elementary School in Temecula, California. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all Take you care. do. It's Thank a fabulous you. program. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, right. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, now uh, we are going to move on to our special guest. I had the opportunity to speak at the uh, Iron Sharpens Iron Conference up in uh, Hartford, Connecticut earlier this year, and uh, they do have some vendors, people that do a lot of work with uh, with parent engagement, mainly with father engagement uh, at that conference. And there is one name, of course, uh, those of you who are regular listeners to the show know I'm Keith Shoemaker, even though I don't print, uh, spell it that way. Um, but there was one name that stood out to me, and when I saw Tim Shoemaker, I wanted to meet this guy and find out if somewhere back in ancient history <laughs> we were related, which uh, I think we're going to have to do some more research in that. But uh, Tim does a lot of great work. Tim is an author and a speaker, and uh, Tim has authored uh, several books that are, are mainly geared towards our youth. And uh, I consider it an honor and a privilege to welcome Mr. Tim Shoemaker to Watch Dogs Radio. Hey, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, Keith. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, well, Tim, I would, wanted to find out a little bit more about uh, some of the work that you're doing, and, and we kind of discussed a, uh, a bit of that, uh, you know, before we went on the air. But I wanted to find out, you know, you do some work with um, with students that are reluctant to uh, to read, teenagers that uh, kind of think it's boring, that you know, we want to engage them. Uh, and then also we can talk about some uh, some father involvement things that you're doing. But uh, tell us a little bit about your latest book and, uh, and and about the series. Okay, well, the latest book is called Below the Surface, and that's the third book that wraps up um, a series that started with the book Code of Silence, and then it goes back before dark and then below the surface. And so, yeah, I wanted to be able to target that reluctant reader. Uh, I have three boys. They're grown now, but our youngest was a... Uh, a reluctant reader. It was hard for him, painful, <clears throat> really. And um, so one of the challenges for me as as a writer was to write in a way uh, that could hold the attention of even a reluctant reader. So you have to kind of get the whole spectrum. But if I aim for that one, uh, I'm going to get that one, and I'm going to get a whole lot of others uh, besides. And as it turns out, um, I get a ton of feedback from uh, even parents who love reading the books as well. So, uh, you know, we've all read books to our kids that, you know, bore us to tears. And uh, so uh, we're not writing that way, and, and parents seem to appreciate that as well. Exactly. And um, as far as the way you write, what is it that grasps them? What is it that that really reels them in? Is it the is it the way it's presented? Is it the story? Is it what what is it that that makes the difference? Well, Keith, it's it's all of those and probably more. Yeah, you've got to have a story. You've got to have characters that are likable that they can identify with. Uh, yes. I generally won't have a main character who's a you know terrific sports athlete or anything like that. Uh, I want just average kids, and we're going to put them in situations where they're over their heads. And 
the readers can really identify with that. So we don't have necessarily the super popular or the uh, super smart or uh, uh, we just have average kids. And so mm-hmm. we put them in these situations that they've got to make They've got to make choices. That's one thing. Also, short chapters. Um, you know, typically with fiction, you like to end your chapters with a cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh, so that they'll want to turn the page. Well, you think about it, more chapters, more cliffhangers. That's a lot of hooks, uh, exactly. hooking your reader in, keeping them involved. So um, I think that's important. Another thing, too, is I treat the readers like they're really smart because they are. And mm-hmm. an awful lot of an awful lot of times we'll see writing uh for a certain age group that really is sort of uh, sort of rates down to them. I I think anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that it, it treats them as kids that can't see through this is a parent trying to write something to them to try to get a message across where um I'll um I'll go about it a different way. I remember you know, what I thought in those years, I remember how smart I thought I was, and I'm writing uh, to that type of a type of a person. They they think they do have an awful lot together. And uh, so it's written, um, you know, not in a patronizing way, but uh, very realistic. And mm-hmm. um, so I think they identify with that really, really well. And adults reading, I get so much from adults, but they um, – they remember these are these are times in our life that we don't forget, especially yes. junior high. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, so it identifies with them, I think, really, really strong. Well, without giving away any of those cliffhangers at the end of the chapter, can you tell us a little bit about the characters? Maybe introduce us to the the characters and what they're uh, looking into. Maybe the the uh, the cover story. Sure. Uh, the, book, the series starts out with a book called Code of Silence, and you meet three friends there. There's Cooper, uh, and they're, it's in their eighth grade year, Cooper, and uh, his uh, best friend and cousin, Gordy, and uh, a family friend of theirs, Hiroko, or Hero. And uh, so the three of them hang out a lot, but they, in the very, very opening, they witness a violent crime or a diner that they're at, a fast food place uh, where they know the owner, and they're just after closing uh, the place is is robbed, and they and they see this violent crime um, where they think that the owner has been killed, and so they're afraid to tell what they've seen because of who they think might be behind this robbery, and so they do make their escape, but they form a pact, uh, this code of silence, not to tell what they've seen, and that, in fact, um, turns out to be a bad choice because that mm-hmm. leads them down a path of, of just, it's not enough to be quiet. It, it goes to lies and deception. And you see right. how uh, that begins to uh, spin their world out of control and stresses their friendship and such. So um, this entire series uh, works with uh, that same group of uh, friends. The second book, there's uh, one friend added to that. And uh, so it's it's always this group of three or four, and it's their eighth grade year each book grabbing a different time, a different segment of that year where uh, they go through uh, a situation that just, you know, is just adventure and suspense. And and that's the kind of writing I I love to read, and uh, so that's what I write. Well, great. Well, Tim, we're running out of time here, but uh, if you 
could, and, and we'll definitely have you back on Watch Dogs Radio because I want to talk about uh, some other things that you're doing as well. But unfortunately, this clock spins pretty fast here. It seems to, to go a lot faster than normal. So uh, if you uh, would like, to, if someone would like to learn about uh, Tim Shoemaker, how about uh, give us a web page, phone number, whatever it is that they can contact you and uh, follow up with you. Well, that would be great. Uh, I think it uh, might be the easiest thing. Let me give you an email, and uh, that would be Tim and the underscore sign, and then Shoemaker, S-H-O-E-M-A-K-E-R, at earthlink.net. Great, great. Or they can All go right. on Facebook, well, Tim, author thanks. Tim Shoemaker. Okay, author Tim Shoemaker. Well, Tim, thank you so much. Hey, thank, thank you, you for nice joining us in another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, this is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.